The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is the Players' Lounge, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. It is Monday. Monday means the Players' Lounge is rolling with you right here on DallasCowboys.com. It's brought to you by Hotels.com. We have two Former Dallas Cowboys safeties. Both men are undrafted free agents. The Toledo Rocket, the main state of Rocket Show. He What's is going on? Church. What's going on? Yeah, I'm always here, baby. There I'm always here. You, man. you know, I'm just and always our, here. Bro, and our boy, go, the go. LSU <laughs> Bengal Tiger National man, Champion. He's booked. Reality show TV star himself. He's booked. Don't, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Don't make me go back and watch what videos you about? What you talking about? and start checking attendance. Man. Okay, because I know somebody who's been out here every other Friday. What you talking about? Okay. Every other Friday, my man knew he was out. This is true. You know what I'm saying? And we, was, and we was holding hey, it down. This is true. This and you, is true. And vacation shorty hey, over here. I'm always. You, zoom, <laughs> zoom shorty. I'm zooming <laughs> in. What are we doing? <laughs> I ain't going to be here. I don't know what to tell I, I feel like you're taking this personal. I just merely complimented me. No, no. I'm just saying. doing this thing. I nah, just, nah, that, that nah. Was, nah. Nothing, you know, man. All I know is I'm going to go start taking attendance on y'all. Hey. And we're going to see who been here the most. You know you right. I've been out. I've been hey, out. Hey, but I, see, but I'll be out when it's once a week, though. Hey, dude, you know he's talking about booking early. Early. You got to book him early or, or he's out of there. He's I'm, out I'm, of there. Brother, I'm just happy you're here. Thank you, bro. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for showing up. But, I'm just happy. But I'm, I'm merely doing scrubs. But, but I'll say this, man. though. Since we talk about booking people early, okay, the biggest, the big-time person on this TV show, on this uh, podcast is my man Courtside Church. Okay? Oh, that's what because you're doing out here. The Mavericks, oh. the Mavericks play <laughs> on Friday. I'm sitting that's on my, what we're doing I'm sitting on my couch. I never thought I'd see the day. Never it was thought, closer. Mm, when mm, I checked mm. this story on Instagram, I was closer to the game than I was well, on my TV. Uh, I got 75 hey, This is how we go. All right. Right. Did you enjoy it? New York City did, won. New York City. Did, I just, did you enjoy the game? Yeah, it was, it was a good okay, game. It was a good game. Luca, Luca put it there. on. Luca, you know, he did his thing out there. So I, I will say this, and I've never sat courtside, but when me, I was early, early in my career, when I used to um, uh, be a videographer as well as, as being an on-air person, I'd sit baseline and we would shoot the game. And I just tell people all the time, there's nothing like watching these guys up close to see people that big doing what they're doing and how physical the game is. and just It's, it's a different experience, man. It is definitely a different experience. And just you see how – how talented these guys are! I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they're just supremely talented, man. They, they, t- they make it look easy on TV, but when you see it up close, you just see how every play you get bumped, you get fouled. I mean, it's, it's intense, man. So you are saying it's more physical than uh, football? No, I'm not. No, okay. no, 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 no. I would say <laughs> what I would say is what you see on TV, and, and then when you witness it. You just see so yeah. much more, Man. and then also mm-hmm. when you because you got the you, know, you got the cameras, you're able to focus in exactly on what it is you want. Like yesterday, I was watching Devin Booker. I was just really focused in on Devin Booker and just how this man has learned so much from Chris Paul of faking fouls. Ah, you know, you run up on him, and he, you know, man. I mean, before you get there, he's already coming back. He's it's just, turning into soccer, man. They got CP3 yesterday. They though. did. All they out CP3, CP3. They got, I was like, what? The ref said, come on, bro. Like, that's, what, that's what we're doing, huh? Come on. And got him six. Did you see the tech on Booker, though? When he, when he shot, and, like, he grazed my man. <laughs> I think it was Powell. I think it was 
pow. Oh. He got oh. he got he got Brunson and he got pow. So it was yeah. the, the NBA man. That's uh, good on you, man. Glad you got to go. I mean, that's it's it's it is it is definitely cool. I mean, to, to be there, that it's a cool cool atmosphere. To see these guys it is get there and, and, and do what they did there. So you know, congratulations to the Mavericks and the Stars, man. These guys have come, come home here and, and got a lot of excitement. Stars are playing tonight. I mean, just a huge week around here. Yeah. So you got the Stars playing tonight. There will be a game six. That'll be Thursday for the Mavericks and, and, and the Suns. Uh, we've got rookie minicamp starting right here at the Star. Mm. So that's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You got the PGA tournament, the Byron Nelson going on up here in the Frisco area. That's going on starting on Thursday. So man, there's a lot going on around here, man. It's booming. And by the it's way, booming. you know, range is still playing. So I mean it's a lot of a lot of sports going on. <laughs> a lot of sports going on, man. It's all it's all good. Why it's all good. going like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By oh, the way, range is still out there. And we got the schedule coming out this week. Uh oh. Okay. There it is. The NFL schedule. First, play, first place uh, schedule, right? Ain't that what it is? It's gonna be rough. Oh, I know you, you threw out the quarterback's names Ooh, last week. Buddy. Buddy. Better have a repeat performance from uh, your boy Quinn, man. Listen, all I know is we talked about this last season, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. What the teams were last year, they first place wins and victory, what got them there, that is not what they're going to be yeah, this upcoming okay. season. Same for us, though. Yeah, this is Same true. For us. This is true. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, but from my perspective, I still say, okay, you got Joe Burrow on the schedule. Mm-hmm. You got Tom Brady on the schedule. You got Aaron Rodgers on the schedule. You got Matt Stafford on the schedule. You got Matt Ryan on the schedule. Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. They're going to have twice. some weapons this year. You got him twice. You, put, you said Matt Ryan. I did. I did say Matt Ryan. All right, so. I got to let that You was rolling, and then you said Matt Ryan, like Matt Ryan been on fire. That, that's, a five, that's a good five. I give you five. I give you five on that. You, you know what they said? We got Dak Prescott on the schedule. You know, we got mm-hmm. Dan Quinn's defense now, on the schedule. That's, that's what they saying when they when they go through theirs, all right? They not just glossing over the Dallas Capitals. So I'm just saying, you never know, okay? Me, but I okay. but I am a little worried. Let me, I will fo- say that. Let me follow I'm this on up your on, side. on Matt Ryan bet. from Top this. Top 10 bet again. No. Here's what I'll say on Matt Ryan. <laughs> He's got an offensive line in Indianapolis. And a run game. Okay, And, and you got a run game. So what you what they've been asking for the past two years that they failed between Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz is if we give you some time in a run game, can you not lose us some games? Yeah. I think Matt Ryan can help you. They're, they're looking for a bus driver. And at this point in his career, can Matt Ryan do that and, and help them win that division yeah. in the South? He could be I, a game I, manager. Yes. I, we'll I, see. Do you think he can win one or two games, though? Like, he, like he's gonna, one of them games, he's going to have to go out there and, and you they, know, do it with his arm. Bro, can he, can he do that? He got put out of the playoffs by Jacksonville. Jacksonville did okay. put it on him. All right. No, we're not going to throw all that on Carson and, Wentz. They went out there and played like straight-up garbage in oh, the they game. Put it, they, the only put it on Wentz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody. We got to get better at was, this position. It was him. <laughs> but we, when we watched the game, and, and they, did not, they did not play well all around. They did not play inspired football to go out there and win the game to put them into the playoffs. So – Matt Ryan or not, I, I don't. I'm not sure, but I'm not putting them in that list. When you start listening to Aaron Rodgers okay. and, and, and those okay. guys, Joe Burrow yeah. just went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm not putting Matt, uh, Matt Ryan up there. Not right. this one. Uh, okay. Cowboys going to Jacksonville, getting ready to face Trevor Lawrence. I'll be very interested to see how Doug Peterson can can work with that young man yeah. and see if they can turn some things around. And you played down in Jacksonville before. They you always got a solid defense. They, they always you, you do. Could, you know, I don't know when you know when the schedule comes out. When you're sitting here, but you know that heat up there can get you. I mean, folks keep getting <laughs> you, know, you. You can't get guy. You come in there slipping, thinking it's an easy. You look at the coach. You can't get got real quick. <laughs> It'll jump on you too. No worse leaves out there. It's over with. It's like, where's the water? I'm telling you, it gets rough out there for sure. Yes, yeah, so I tell people all the time. You know, Jacksonville, is Southern Georgia, man, and mm. it's, it's 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 different, man. It's, it's it's hot up in here. It's just not the the Florida some folks think of. Hey, let's dive into this right here on the players' lounge. Okay, let's, um, let's predict the offensive line right now. 
Um, this is an issue. Last year, the, this team was not good on the offensive line. And mm-hmm. we know that as we predict the offensive line, we'll start Tyron Smith at left tackle, but they play 17 games, and, and we would be foolish to sit here and say that Tyron Smith is going to be yeah. there for 17 We all agree now. I'm glad we are in agreement. We, we agree now. Because yeah, yeah. even my man Stephen Jones <laughs> said this, okay? He said pretty much we will be fools to yeah. not watch the tape over the last few years and believe that this guy is going to be playing the entire season. Yeah. It, it, a paraphrasing, but yes, it was said not just in here, yeah. but in ownership. Well, look, I mean, it's, it, this is a half decade now where you where you've had you know Tyron missing multiple games. It, it's just a part of it. It's what it and, is. And for those fans who were upset about Tyler Smith going at twenty four, I'll say two things to you. After Smith, there was not another offensive tackle drafted until a third round. That was a pretty good point. I thought that Mickey Spagnola yeah. made on his show, which tells you that okay, this was it. Yeah, we think th- this is the offensive tackle group that we hold right here, and then there's a drop off. So the Cowboys got the last, they were the last stop in the, in the desert. <laughs> they went and got Smith, and then after that, everybody in the NFL like, hey man, these these guys aren't as good. And so another one didn't go till okay. the third round. Um, so so I think that's a big thing there. And that was been, probably why Tennessee was trying to come up. Let's be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, it was Tennessee, and then it was someone else. The Jets, apparently. The Jets, apparently, also were trying to trying to get up in here, and they were looking at Smith as well. So, who did they end up getting? That? What was that the the edge rusher they ended up getting? They get the guy from Florida State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Florida State, and uh, that's an interesting one. I, I don't know how much you guys followed Cowboy Twitter and the draft, but there were a lot of people who were mad that the Cowboys that didn't get, t- right take yeah. him at mm-hmm. uh, the guy from Florida State. But when you're dropping that far. At some point, and you're the ACC player of the year first. ACC was down conference. You're down, 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 I mean, down. You had Pittsburgh win it. It was Pittsburgh against Wake Forest for the for the, for the championship game. <laughs> okay, that's you know, a lineup right there. Huh? <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a, that's supposed to be a bad. That's a, those are basketball that's schools. Yeah, <laughs> basketball schools, like this time these days. But uh, so so it was down, and and there's a guy who. When you fall that far, there's some questions going on. Yeah. It's kind of like N'Kobe Dean. As we saw N'Kobe Dean fall, you're like, okay, yeah, what's, health problems, what's going yeah. on? And you're like, okay, there's issues. Um, and, and that's what happens there. But to me, when I think about what they did, and Danny, you had been asking for an offensive tackle since last year's draft, you've got to start to tell how do we start to get ready to move on from Tyron Smith or at least understand that Tyron Smith is not going to be here. Yeah. Smith is a part of it. You took Josh Ball last year from from Marshall. He's a part of it. The kid, Matt Willetsko, who they took in the fifth round from uh, North Dakota, 6'8", 3'12". They are trying to give Joe Philbin guys to work with to say at some point in time you're going to have to, A, be swing tackle, and B, probably end up at some point in time yeah. taking over Tyron Smith. They're trying to, they're trying to look forward to, to, to that, and they have to do that. Yeah, and I, listen, and 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 you made the point uh, about T. Smith, the the T. Smith we just we just drafted at number okay, twenty four. Okay, no. possibly pay, playing left guard, mm-hmm. and I'm actually I'm actually feeling that at the moment because what I don't believe is going to happen is for some reason they're going to all of a sudden say Tyron Smith, you you're not playing this week, you know, week one, right? So yeah. when you walk out there week one, I can Tyron Smith and Terrence Steele, I believe, are going to be our tackles, okay. and you might see Tyler Smith. At the left guard position, they are going to give him every opportunity through rookie minicamp, through training camp, through OTAs, all that to to show if he can actually play that position. He's going against to help Connor us. Williams, right? Yeah, and basically. No, no, to, McGovern. no McGovern, McGovern. I'm sorry, McGovern. 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 Yeah, McGovern. McGovern. Uh, they're going to give him every opportunity. And from what we've been hearing about the guy being nasty, if you got a nasty guard, 
then then you you okay. Yeah. All right. If you yeah. got a guy at guard who can pull, who, who can who can move the uh, line of scrimmage and, and get those guys uh, onto linebackers, then I think you're gonna be okay. And from what I've seen from the guy, you know, very very small sample size. I think he can get it done. It's just, are they going to give him all the opportunities at guard, or mm-hmm. will he be using all of his Back time to play tackle? Yeah, my, my lineup is pretty much the same as McCray's. I mean, I you know, at the start of the week or week one, whatever it goes to, after camp, if everybody comes out healthy, uh, I'm saying Ty Smith, the 2011 Ty Smith. Oh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we, come on. No, no, just, I'm not saying he, I'm saying that's the guy I'm shooting. Okay. Not, not that Ty Smith. I was just, making a difference between the Ty Smith and the Ty Smith we just did. Yeah, no, no, no. It's no, going to no. be the, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the, <laughs> 20, the 2022 Tyron Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tyron because Smith. Last year, not you said, Tyler. Last year he said, oh, I, that was the 2011 Tyron Smith I saw. And I was dead wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, name only. No, I'm, going, I'm going Ty Smith left tackle. Okay. I think Steele's going to hold down the right side. He's going to build upon what we've seen last year. And I'm with you as, as far as Ty Smith, the one we just drafted, moving into guard. I mean, especially, you know, if if Tyron can come out healthy, there's no reason to really, you know, bench him or have him become some type of swing guy for this guy. So I would have him at the left guard. He has that nastiness like you speak of. And hopefully he has that athleticism kind of like a Lyle Collins to where he's able to not only pull but get to the second level, you know, knock off some of these linebackers, knock off some of these other DBs, maybe get a two-for-one so we can get those longer runs from Zeke and those longer runs from Pollard that we've been missing these past couple years. So I got him at the guard. You know, I got to live with Biotis at center. I mean, I don't. it's not the greatest of, you know, things that happen, but it is what it is. Hopefully he can get better at that. And then we got the, the right side, you know, the Hall yeah, of Famer on the right. You already know that stance. Hopefully they can solidify that bro a long time. But, you know, we'll see how long, you know, 2011 Ty Smith can last. I, I will I – will, Throw in here, let us not forget about Connor McGovern. We're talking about Tyler Smith, who is okay, he went to Tulsa playing defense. So mm-hmm. he hasn't played offensive that line that long. There is a dramatic difference from playing left tackle to left guard. So it's going to be a challenge. But I'm just simply also saying, too, we got McConnor McGovern who's coming up on, on free agency. You guys played in this league. You know dudes in that, knowing that in that last year, man, come out a little different. So I imagine this dude is not sitting up here on his rear end eating ice cream. He up here trying to get paid that we'll see a competition. And that's what I really want to see most of all. Yeah. Let's have a real competition because too many times in the past, guys have been gifted jobs around here. This it, is true. It, it, he this better is be true. sitting on the, on the couch putting some bricks in his pocket. That's right, what right now. Do. All right, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that it is a skill thing with him. I think that it is literally – do you have the anchor to whole point when, when guys are focusing in on you as the weak link, that mm-hmm. these, this is the guy who we're going to push back into the quarterback, do you have the anchor to be able to hold that off? You're not seeing guys put moves on them. You're nah, seeing dudes try to go straight down yeah. the middle, straight back to deck. Do you have the anchor? Have you been in the weight room enough to be able to say, I put in the work, I'm strong enough now to hold point? If you're not, then it don't matter how skilled you are. Yeah. You just can't hold it down. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I really think they're going to give Ty, Tyler Smith, you know, like you said, all the options. I mean, they're going to they're gonna make an excuse if he can't get in that starting lineup. So, I think they're going to give him all the options and it'll be a competition because I don't expect, you know, McGovern to just, you know, sit on his hands and say, you know, hey, you have my job. You know, I'll wait till free agency to go somewhere else. So, I expect the competition, but they're going to give Smith, you know, pretty much every opportunity to get this job. And I think at the end of the day, he'll prevail and hopefully that starting five, you know, could last all season. I'll tell you this. Okay, Nui, when, you, when you're watching training, 
camp or where you you make sure you let us know if you see Tyler Tyler Smith walking down the field with Philbin and McCarthy <laughs> like like we saw like we saw Michael Parsons. That happens, it's over with. If you it's see that, then you with. know that they are getting this dude ready to play some major snaps come week one. Might even be left tackle. <laughs> I'm I'm if you saying, see that walking, you see you it, might, just, just let us know. He's he, they talking about giving him somebody's spot. Could, could you imagine? Could they move nah. Tyron Smith inside? I'm just saying. No. You could, inside, you think he's just, you know, he got to be out. He got to be tackled. Let me tell you something. They let Witten, Witten stayed around here for a long time. He did. Okay. He did. And he was, he was playing for a long time, no matter what happened. He left, came back. They said he wasn't going to be the starter. All this other stuff came back. The man was playing. That is the same type of treatment that Tyron Smith so is going to get around here. So he's either going to be the starter. He's, yes. Or he ain't. There's no way he moves inside. He ain't not. That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Hey, look, man. I, I, I'm just I, I'm just excited to think that we could have um, competition. And I know Philbin has gotten a lot of uh, – Joe Philbin, from some people, especially in the media, has gotten a lot of criticism as an offensive line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. I, I keep going back to this. I was talking about it with Chris Bean before the show. Joe Philbin played a major part in Terrence Steele going from rookie who was thrown out there from Texas Tech in a passing offense in the Big 12, struggled. Kid, and it was also COVID that year. Mm-hmm. Kid spent the whole offseason. He, he, he worked. He got better. He got stronger and strong enough to the point that when uh, our man Collins got suspended, he filled in, filled in, and then it got to the point where it was like, not only is he filling in, he's thriving, and now – Collins is in Cincinnati and Steele is there. So Joe Philbin was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Can Joe Philbin get Tyler Smith right? Can he can he get this offensive line to a next level? Because look, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure that if these guys have a down year, they're not gonna be here no. in 2023. Mm-mm. So jobs are on the line here. So it's up to Joe Philbin really to help fix this offensive line, which in my opinion was nowhere near as good as what we thought they would be last year. Yeah, you're right about that. I, did, I thought for sure we'd at least be able to have, you know, a mediocre run game. But do you think, you know, a lot of that production from the offensive line has to deal with, you know, always pass blocking, basically setting always, you know, letting the aggression come on them instead of being that running team, being downhill, letting them put the aggression on the other team? Do you think a lot of those penalties and a lot of just not not performing to what we thought they would has to deal with that type of play calling, passing versus running? Or do you think it's just, hey, they just got to get better overall? I I think they need to get better, but I think – us not having an, having an identity as an offense plays into that as well. When you go into it and you always have a run and a pass option and <laughs> and Dak is, is able to go up there and check in and check out based off what the defense is giving them, like we've seen Buda Baker be able to yeah. dictate what the Cowboys are going to run, the offensive line is not sure always what they're going to do. Sometimes them dudes really just want to get up in there and say, hey, bro, let's, let's – the, the, the pace of the game is going to be uh, dictated by us. Mm-hmm. We are going to run the ball down these dudes' throats, and that's how we're going to win the game. Back in the day when you was playing. That's what they did. <laughs> all right? That's, that's, that's did. what it was. You were going to see power. You were going to see counter. You was going to see left, right, all that. That is what you were going to see. <laughs> and that's and that's the type of football game yeah. that the other team had to be ready to play. And them dudes ain't scared of us like that no more. Yeah. They, they know that they can get into a particular defense that will then cause us to have to pass the ball. And the offensive line knows that as well. Yeah. Mike McCarthy spoke about, and they talked about it after the draft, getting physical. That all right, we got we got punched in the mouth against the 49ers. We're not going to have that happen again. So, if you want to be physical, you know what you need to do: run the ball. That's yeah. a, that's that's one way to go out here and 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 combat that. I go back to the quarterbacks we talked about them having to face, in, in uh, because of the first place schedule. How do you compete against Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Joe Burrow? <laughs> 
Keep them on the bench. Keep them on the bench. Run the football. Yeah. Okay. Keep run the football. Run the clock. This is this defense is works best. We saw it last year. This defense works best when on the field for thirty minutes or less. Yeah. Yeah. Less than thirty minutes. You put and that's really any defense in this league. You guys played before, yeah. you know. <laughs> you sitting out here for 33, 34, 35 minutes. It's hard to keep my end zone. You get tired. It's hard. You get tired. It is hard. Listen, I, 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 listen. I know. I know. Mike. He was just speaking about the 49ers, but there are multiple games last season where we went out there and we got bullied. Okay. Look at Denver. 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 We went out yeah. there and got bullied. Offensively, when you look at the Kansas City game. We, we went out there and got handled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it is not just the San Francisco 49ers. We need to get physical from week one <laughs> all the way up to the playoffs because you that's not a, a switch that you can just flip once you get to the playoffs. You have to be a physical team going throughout the season in order to carry that into the playoffs. Yeah. So, offensive line for us on this show, uh, it's been a topic for the last two seasons. And we'll see what they do. And I still think that they made the right choice last season taking Micah Parsons mm-hmm. versus Slater yeah. both both guys turn have turned out to be fantastic picks and really I, th- I think Slater went 13 right after Parsons mm, but yeah. bottom line is both all uh, pros a lot of folks messed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> there's some folks in that draft who messed up because there's no way in the world, especially you look at these. T- you you do a draft today. Though both of those guys are top five players. Not a doubt. They are top five players, and they definitely are going to be cornerstones for those for each organization for for many years to come. But both both guys are really really good football players. Let's take our first break. Um, we've already got the schedule comes out this week. We already know what two games are going to be. So let's dive into that. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Registration is now open for Dallas Cowboys Youth Camps presented by Invisalign. Save $25 with early bird pricing when you register for football, I mean for youth football, dance academy, and Little Miss Camps by tonight. That is by tonight. Early bird pricing is over tonight. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash academy to secure your spot today. Don't miss it. You might see my boy. Bear, nah, you're not going to see Barry. Barry's, no, no, no. Barry's booked and busy. He'll be playing golf. But you'll see me out there. You'll see me. I'll be out there coaching the little ones, getting them right. So maybe they'll be playing for the Cowboys one day. Sign them up. Bring them out. May 9th is the last day for the $25 off for early bird price. I need to send my kids out there. Yeah. If anybody can get you right, it's McCray, man. It's D-Mac. Well, if anybody can get you right, man. Well, I'll get you on TV. <laughs> the NFL schedule is going to be released this week. We already know two games that are going to go down on September 19th. Monday Night Football now features Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Mm. Move over from Fox. Where's that? Where's that cha-ching at? Uh, uh, CB. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yes, paid in full. Paid in full. Uh, he like, hey, if Tony Romo's getting that, I need this. <laughs> I have rings. Man. I need to be compensated. Oh, look at it. it, is. it, it, it. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you think you think he didn't go up in there with that? With the he came with the. You think he didn't come in there with the resume? Oh, you you best believe Troy Aikman mm. did that. What do you get, 5 for 90? Worth it. More than worth it. So, Tennessee, Buffalo. That's your first game on Monday night. Then you got the Vikings and the Eagles, the second game, on September 19th. I'm anxious to see what Tennessee is going to do after having the number one seed in the AFC and just blowing it mm. at home to the Cincinnati Bengals. And then you had uh, quarterback Ryan Tannehill talk about how it affected him and the man needed to go, you know, talk to somebody. Yeah, to, to Tennessee decided they was going to go up to here and trade up to go get my boy from Liberty, Malik. And he like, ain't my job. Ain't not my job. <laughs> and I'm Sit with right him. Here, mentor I'm here. with him 100%. Tannehill, let him know, man. Nah, it ain't your job. I, I, I'm coming here to take my spot. I, I would have too, because he the writing on the wall says they moved up so he can yes. take his spot. Now, what yes. he's saying is, what he's saying is, I'm not about to, I'm not about to coach this dude to then take my spot. Mm-mm. Nah, I'm keeping Mm-mm. my secrets. I'm keeping my secrets. He's got to learn on his own. But Got if he to. does see him and he catches on, then good for him. If he beats me in the in, in the competition, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, the right guy won. But I'm not finna help him out. Nah, I got hey, millions, man, millions on the line. I'm not doing that. People Kurt, talking about you got to be a team. Put me get that out of here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Kurt Warner's offered to help. Good luck, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt Warner's offering to help him. So I, if, I, if I'm a leak, I'd rather learn from Kurt Warner than Ryan Tannehill. And uh, look, I guess everybody's not going to be like Alex Smith. Alex Smith sat yeah. around. Here comes Patrick Mahomes. See you later. See you later, Smith. I tell you what, they, I know Kurt Warner better not be in no Tennessee practice because uh, Tannehill going to put some hands on him. I'm just telling you. He better not be up there watching none of that. Giving pointers over there. This how you throw that deep arc in. What? what? He, Tannehill going to play. You remember, uh, what was that, Varsity Blues, my buddy <laughs> threw the ball, threw the ball, the ball right out of him. Broke his nose all up. Right <laughs> don't play, hey, don't play with Tannehill, bro. He's not Man. playing with y'all. I, I don't think Kurt Cousins. I mean, uh, Kurt Warner scared of Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He better not show. He better not show up in Tennessee. Hall of Famer not worried about him. He better not show up in Tennessee. I know that. Tannehill, he been. You know, they, we went to Miami. They was down. We got to, you know, Nashville. He was doing his thing. Got him in the right spot. You know, he folded he in the playoffs. He, was, he folded in the okay, playoffs. He was terrible. Thank he did. He did. He folded big time in the playoffs. He's the, only person, he is the only person to fold in the playoff. But he did, but I wouldn't be coaching uh, my replacement. No, I no, 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 no. Especially no, no. when I can see if he was, you know, he wasn't supposed to be in the first round or nobody was hyping him up. They was hyping this man up the entire yeah. offseason. And then you going to trade up to get him? I, nah, you got to chill over here, young you, man. You too, boy. That's you got, you I, too. My money is more important than – 
teaching this young fella how to take my job. I'm like, listen, <laughs> hey, so, hey, bro, get in the books. <laughs> hey, so if you watch a film, if Taylor Hill's watching film, and Malik walk in, hey, you know, it's some pointers. You sending Malik out of there? You nah, 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 nah. Go ahead, if, man. If, if he need help figuring out how to study some film, you know, just learning how to, you know, get into the league, that's okay. But I ain't staying at the practice with this dude, you know what I'm saying, reading through coverages and all that stuff because the truth of the matter is they're going to be in the same film room anyway. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they're going to be answering the same questions. But once it gets to the nitty-gritty, I'm in the offseason. Don't come to my house so you can try to learn how to how to take my spot. Nah. Hey, so you, you ain't having dinners. No, no, yeah, no extra yeah. career. None of that. All right, none of that. What, what so, happens at the practice facility, that happens. So you ain't okay, taking the QB you. room out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, t- I take out the dinner. We ain't talking football. So <laughs> I won't, how much he getting paid? $30 million? How much time he'll get paid? He, he, he about there. I think he had thirty million. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So you telling me, Nui, you got thirty million dollars on the line? On, on the, the line. line. You gonna show somebody how to take it from you? Because if Willis take his spot, they ain't keeping yeah. Tannehill on the bench. You, you, know? you gonna show him how to take it happening. from you? Be honest now. Look, I, I had this experience happen to me. Yeah. And I won't get into it here. I'll tell you when we get off camera exactly how it was. But yeah. I had this happen to me, and I'll tell you exactly how I handled it. And I'll say this: what I didn't, what I did do, I took the high road. Any questions that needed to be answered, I helped this person out. But it was designed for this person to take my spot. Mm-hmm. But I was always kind to the person. Whatever they needed, helped them out. Game story, I did, did the whole thing. Did the whole thing. But at the end of the day, how I overcame it was simply this: I was going to keep being me. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I knew that was going to be good enough. I wasn't scared. Wasn't worried about it. Fine. And in my own way, when I knew what the boss was trying to do, like, dude, this is the best you got. Good luck, because what's going to happen? So this this comes a confidence. This becomes a confidence thing. But Ryan Tannehill, he, in my opinion, Ryan Tannehill's performance in the playoffs led the GM and the head coach to say, we just don't know. We don't know, and we can't sit around here and take this chance. The same way he came in, remember, they had Mariota, and they brought him in. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, you're right. They've got a history of, hey, man, they will will find your next person there. But if you do do your job, they don't have to do this. You didn't do your job, so it's on you. So I'm looking forward to to the battle, but, hey, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. He ain't confident in doing his job, so he ain't helping. That's that's what he's saying here. He know know how bad he played. Mm -hmm. He know what's going on. He can see it. And I'm sure his teammates (laughs) over there, (laughs) hey, get right. Get right. And one thing we did see with how Andy Reid treated Alex Smith because the way he took – he was very classy with him. Mahomes talked about how much he helped him. Is when it came time to trade him, they sent him to a place he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And also, remember, he went to Washington, got a brand new contract. Yeah. I mean, he, he and, and you know, thank goodness he got the contract because we saw how his career ended there um, with that with that horrible injury. But he because he did right by the organization. The organization did right by him, and he was rewarded. So. We'll see how it, how it goes, but obviously everybody's got their yeah. everybody has to operate the way they want to operate here. So it'll be interesting. So, so. one one with the truth of the matter is Tennessee probably gonna have they probably gonna win their division. <laughs> Again, yeah. I don't know about that, right? Anybody ice you? He got to turn the clock back, man. They probably going to win their division again. Tannehill is going to have a decent season. It's not like he's going to play like garbage and then, yeah. you know, people going to be calling for the for the guy to, to get his spot taken. So he still be all right. How did <laughs> <laughs> Matty Ice? <laughs> like it's 20, what is it, 2017? Are you drafting him on your fantasy team? It, Matty Ice, are you it, drafting him on your fantasy team? It will all depend on my first quarterback. He's not going to be my first quarterback, but it all depend on the strategy I take. Um, 
Last year, I think I took Jalen Hurts in 11, and that was my quarterback for the whole year. He did you, he did you well, he right? Great. Yeah. He's, he's a top five guy. He's a yeah. top, top five guy, top yeah. five guy. So if I, go, if I go early, I mean, I could, could, could I see myself taking Matty Ice as my second guy? Yeah. First guy? No. That would be foolish. Second guy? Okay, I hope you get Matty Ice for your, as your second guy. So, like I said, second guy, because if I – if if because that means my first guy is gonna be a, a, you know a top five guy like like, like Jay Herbert or somebody like that right I'm yeah. gonna get, get, <laughs> I'll get it I'll get it right Herbert gotta hang Jack what you mean Joe 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 Picked off by by Diggs last year. How does Diggs follow up <laughs> that season? Eleven interceptions. He had seven picks in his first six games. You guys are both DBs. Eleven picks in a season. Man, that's crazy. No, it's called regression. You you you, you learned about that in the NBA <laughs> statistics. It's regression. So how much regression? Because if you're expecting ten. That's crazy. That's, it ain't going to happen. I mean, I don't know when the last time somebody had back-to-back double-digit interception season. I don't know when it was. I could be, you know, wrong, but I don't think it's been, you know, remotely within the recent past. So he's not going to get 11 picks. Where he can, you know, make leaps and bounds is in the coverage a- aspect of it. You know, limiting these receivers to, you know, whatever yards they get against them. I don't think he'll get the, you know, match interception-wise, which is okay. But if he's locking these receivers down, he's you know, he's becoming one of the top cover corners, not only getting the ball, but also locking these receivers down. I think he can make leaps and bounds that way and become a better player overall. Because eventually they're going to stop throwing the football your way. I mean, you already got the picks. If you can lock these guys up, then that's where you take your, your game from a top 10 corner to a possibly top three, top five type corner. And I think he has the ability to do that yeah I think I think this year he can he can become a much better player specifically for the yes, reason that you said yeah. he got a lot of picks last year which made him be at the top but if he don't get them picks he's giving up a lot of mm-hmm. yards all right so he's one of those guys who's going to gamble but I think he can be a better cover corner I think yeah, he has the, the ability, potential yeah. and the ability to be a better cover corner and I can see him getting five picks and being a lockdown corner and that would make this team way better than they were with him getting 11. Because once we, what we saw last year is, perfect example, New England game. He gets a pick six. What does he do next play? He gives up a touch. He gives up, he gives up a long touchdown. If you can lock guys down and get those picks, like you said, that puts you in the top five uh, at, at your position of playing corner. You, and I think I would rather see that yeah. than see 11 uh, interceptions do and you, giving up a lot of Do you want to take that that gambler aspect away from him, though? Do you still want him to have those instincts to where he's, hey, I'm going to take some some you know opportunities here. I'm going to take some chances. It might get beat. I might get the interception. Do you want to take that no, away from his game? I, I want him to keep gambling, but okay. we, we didn't see him get beat because he was gambling. We yeah. saw him get beat because he was just not technically sound. And, bad and eyes. He was bad eyes or something. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily him taking those gambles. So I think he can still do both. I think when you're playing man-to-man and you got to lock somebody down, you can do that. And when you have the opportunity to gamble, he's going to gamble yeah, and, and go for his interception. Yeah. So let me ask this question. Do you think he can lead, lead the league again? An interception? Yeah. No, I, th- I think uh, you know, I think quarterbacks are going to take advantage, especially the quarterbacks you you listed off. They're going to take advantage of the other guys out there. They're going to improve. They're going to make you know Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, if you know Calvin Joseph gets out there. They're going to make those guys prove that they can play at a high level. So I don't think quarterbacks are going to be technically going at 
you know, digs as much as they did this past year. So I don't think his numbers will be that crazy. And there's always a guy in the league that's going to get at least eight, nine interceptions. I don't think he gets back up to that mark. But like McCray said, I think his coverage aspect will get a lot better as the years go on. Now, I don't think he's going to repeat. I think the, the best thing for him to do is to be to work on his coverage because those quarterbacks that you named and listed – those are different than the guys that, that were throwing him those interceptions and last them season. Sam right? yeah, so you're going to see some double moves with guys who can put the ball right on the receiver. You're going to see them be able to take advantage of some mistakes if he makes the same ones that he made last year. All right? yeah. So technically sound, gamble when you can. But the names that you listed, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady, those guys. He picked Tom Brady last he, year. He, he, he did. He picked he Justin did. Herbert last he year. He did. I, I didn't mm. say nothing about Justin Herbert. He but, did. But, he's one of those guys. But, but if he continues to do that, then it will be an issue. But I think he's going to be a much better cover corner uh, this season than he was last year because my man DQ is going to show him the film and let him know, hey, man, this is how you can get better. And Trayvon Diggs seems like a guy who wants to consistently get better year okay. in and year out. So let me just throw this out here because it's always just interesting to go back. Everson Walls um, had the Cowboy record with 11 picks, and, and so Diggs tied it. So that was – Cubby's rookie year. The next year, he had seven picks, led the league. Here's what's kind of the thing we don't think about. Seven picks, but it was only nine games because of the strike. And they didn't throw the ball <laughs> nearly as much as they do now. Dude, that's pretty crazy when you think yeah. about that. He's man. a ball hawk. Seven picks in nine football games. He is a ball hawk. <laughs> that is taking the ball away. I mean, that is, I mean, that's 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 pretty crazy. That Imagine is. if they played to 16, how many he would have. He probably had double digits again. Yeah. Um, so so for Everson Balls to start out like that, his first two seasons, man, that's crazy. He ended up leading the league in interceptions three times, first person to do that. So and the, the when he led the league in interceptions, rookie year was eleven, his second year was seven. And then uh, in 85, 26 years old, he uh, led the NFL with uh, with nine picks. And at 30, 31, he he uh, had six picks as he was with the New York Giants, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl with six picks with the Giants. What? He had, what is it, rookie at 11? Then he backdoored that with seven. Yeah, man. This dude was that, that, that. Well, how many career picks? What, like a 54 or something like that? Uh, 57. <laughs> you talking about getting the rock, man. This man had most career picks. <laughs> Some dudes got catches. <laughs> and, and can't get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, this is this is this is Hall of Fame stuff, man. Without a doubt. And, and this is this is by the way, this is Ring of Honor stuff. So 57 picks, a Super Bowl champion. You led the league in interceptions three times. You start talking about a resume like that. Not many people have that. But kind he's not of in the Ring of Honor. No. No, he's not. Wow. Yes. He said, this is – when you talk about a great play, this is what great players do. You wow. would be – the Cowboys would, would kill to have a guy that they draft. Dude, up put up the numbers. Up. I'm telling you this, Trayvon Diggs has an opportunity to do such a thing. He does. He did – I'm telling you, he went to the training camp last year and said he got his hands on 14 balls. He was going to turn those into interceptions, and he was three short. He, and, that he, is, <laughs> and when he said I was like, yeah, this dude. He, he believes it. So. He went out there and did it. All he right, did. so I got no doubt. I that just, Trayvon Diggs can go out there and be a top-notch corner covering and get an interception. I just want to see him work on it in mm-hmm. a, in all season because he's going to face some guys who are going to try to test him if he shows some of the stuff that he showed last season. Man, but I'm just happy that I'm not being doubted anymore about my confidence in T. Diggs getting a second contract. Hey, you, you called it early. I, 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 happy, you, you did call it early. Everybody's on board with me now. It man. was the giggle. It was Roll the giggle. Tide. After he said it, it was the giggle. Roll yeah, he was like, tide. <laughs> Roll <laughs> <tide>. <laughs> It was the giggle. After you said it, let us <laughs> take well, no, shout, shout a out to him. Shout break. Out to him. 
And when we come back, how does Mike McCarthy fix the discipline issues? Mm-mm-mm. He's got training, rookie, uh, rookie camp coming up here. So now is your opportunity to train the young pups mm. how to do things the right way. Let's dive into that with Danny McCray, Barry Church, Newey Scruggs. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Registration is now open for Dallas Cowboys Youth Camps, presented by Invisalign. Save $25 with early bird pricing when you register for youth football, dance, academy, and Little Miss Camps by tonight. Tonight, May 9th is over. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash academy to secure your spot with the $25 off early bird pricing. Mm, early Danny bird. McCray, Danny McCray back two weeks in a row. I can't believe it. This, is, man. this, this is might just, be a record. Hold on. It might be a record. Okay, tell me this. Did y'all know I was leaving? What are you talking about? Okay, because y'all act like I just didn't show it. Did y'all know I was leaving? I didn't know you was leaving. Ooh, boys, it's going to lie. <laughs> boys, it's going to Somebody <laughs> check I heard he rumors. Out. I heard somebody rumors, check man. Somebody when he walk out. I, I couldn't this, verify This it. was not about leaving. It was just me saying, man, I'm just glad to have you That's what I'm saying. You said, two, you said two weeks in a row. Like, you surprised that I showed up two weeks in a row. I would have told you if I wasn't going to be here. I'm just saying I'm happy. I thought it was out of here. It feels good to have three amigo Negroes back to back. I'm just saying. I thought he was about it, man. You know? Man, I can't wait for y'all. I, did have, uh, I, I can't did wait have, for y'all to catch a flat tire on the way to work. So just wait. I, I did have somebody ask me, hey, man, what about Danny? And coming up with some theories. Like, no, 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 no. And he, was, I, he got fired. That was my burner account. <laughs> so I, I, I just gave a little bit of knowledge of what I knew. And so, so like Amen. I said, I'm just glad you're back here. Uh, the Toledo he's Rocket booked. himself, he's Barry Church. I'm, I'm always here, baby. Always. <laughs> 
Yeah. Say, Thanks to your wife's injury, he's all. We know. We know. You he got nowhere go to go. He got nowhere to go. go. I'm always here, no matter what the situation. <laughs> I'm she, always. Is she here. healthy again? Yeah. <laughs> so out, outstanding for you. Uh, <laughs> The Cowboys, oh, the most penalized man. team in the National Football League last year. Mike McCarthy has vowed to fix it. Jerry Jones said he wants it fixed and not to wait until, until, you know, like, hey, man, you see there's a problem? Fix it now. Don't wait. So you got the rookies coming in here on Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, rookie minicamp. How does he approach it with the young pups? And then how does he fix this problem for the Cowboys going into uh, next season because the penalties were gross last year, okay? It was just gross. Yeah, I think specifically coming into rookie minicamp, what you have to do is make sure that these players understand the difference between the rules in college football and the rules in NFL football, <laughs> all right? Defensive backs, they don't let you get all touchy and grabby and all that stuff. At the fire, you can't touch them, all right? Offensive linemen, hand placement is huge once you get into the league, all right? Sometimes they let you get away with it, but when they own you, they own you. You have to let them know that. You have to show them film on that, and then you have to make sure that they're working on that while they're outside because they don't have pads on. Mm-hmm. So all you can really work on is hand placement. But you have to make that a point of emphasis every day during rookie minicamp in order to continue to uh, drag that into when they get into get into it with the veterans. And then when they get into it with the veterans, mm-hmm. they might be showing these dudes how to do it because last <laughs> season was atrocious. These was dudes bad. would get penalties all over the place. And that is something that Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, and Kelly Moore are going to have to focus on uh, this offseason so they don't see the same thing happen uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, you got to start start when they're young. So when the rookies come in, you got to let them know all the nuances of the game and how you can't get, like McCray said, touchy-feely or grabby um, after five yards. You got to let them go with DBs. And you got to, you know, make sure, you know, filming, got to make sure the offensive lines got their techniques down and all that stuff. But I also think it has to do with accountability. I mean, as, as a coach, as a head coach of this team, you got to make sure each and every player is held accountable. And, you know, if penalties are happening in good times, like when you're blowing a team out and you might get a couple holding penalties late in the game, ah, you, you can't let that stuff slide. You got to tell those players right then and there, hey, man, that's not how we're going to get it done. Because when it happens in bad situations, it's, it's nut-cutting time, you know, three minutes left, it's third and, you know, five, but we get a holding penalty. Now it's third and 15. You can't let that stuff get away when things are going good. So you got to make sure that when it's going bad as well, you got to treat them the same. So I think it all comes down to accountability with this team. And, you know, hopefully they can understand that going into the season. Mojo moments, baby. We got to get the mojo <laughs> moments. You got you to set it up so the mojo moments are presented to like, where you ain't holding when it's, uh, you know, fourth and one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You need to get a first down, you know, to close out the game. So the, the Cowboys you, in this draft had spoke about that 49er game having an effect and they felt like they were bullied around and wanted to get tougher. The penalties in that game, 14 in a playoff game. 14 mm. for 89 yards, and what hurts even more, four of those penalties led to first downs for the 49ers. I'm sorry, guys. You played this game. You can't sit up here and gift the team a fresh set of downs four times and think at some point in time it's not going to hurt you. Exactly. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you know how frustrating that is? If it's like third and two, third and five, you get a great stop. And then, boom, there's the flag, fresh set of downs. Like, it gives the offense more energy, and it just depletes you. You're just like, oh, man. And, and, and the thing about that is, like, I played defensive back. You did, too. So, sometimes I can understand, especially with the new rules, some of the pass interference, maybe mm-hmm. the legal touching and stuff. But I just go back to watching Randy Gregory 
bear hug this he dude. He tackled him. And I'm like, what What technique is that? Like, what? I, I had no idea what was going on. And that's one of those lack of judgment and lack of focus moments that get you into that type of trouble. Like, your defense yeah. is playing hard as hell. And all of a sudden, you look up on the screen, you trying to figure out what happened. And the dude can't he, – he has nothing for you. All he got to yeah. do is walk back to the huddle because he can't even explain why he did what he did. Those are the moments that you have to make sure that you get ironed out because those are inexplainable and inexcusable. Mm -hmm. It's the ones you can control. Like, <laughs> jumping off sides, third yes. and two. Like, you're in the huddle. The, the, the guy with the green dot, whoever it may be, is, all right, guys, you know, hold your water. You know, we, we <laughs> make, watch the ball. And it be the guys that's right next to the football. You, you're staring at the mug. <laughs> oh, let me go off. Man, those are the ones that it's just it's what you know undisciplined teams do and unfortunately last year we were one of the uh, main culprits of being that I'm al always okay with the with the effort with the effort penalties yeah. all right the ones where the quarterback is getting protected so you put your hand up sometimes somebody might push you into him and you're yeah, gonna be graze him you know, or, something yeah, like that yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an iffy iffy call on pass interference where the, my coach's staff believes that it, it wasn't mm -hmm, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying it's a BS call those you, you sometimes you just have to deal with the Randy Gregory's the one that type of stuff to hold it three times in yeah. a row because your technique is bad on on as an offensive lineman. Those type of things, those are the ones that you have to get fixed and you have to start here at rookie training, uh, rookie mini camp, going all the way up through uh, week one of the season. Well, you don't have to worry about Randy Gregory anymore. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm just fine. Saying. I am fine with that's that, well, that's the Broncos' seventy million dollar problem. Well, oh man, see. We just, talk, we just we just talking about we just talking about penalties, okay? We were just talking about penalties. He ain't the only one that got a penalty, but he was on his team last year. Being he had coached, an egregious being, one. Being coached by these coaches when yeah. that penalty happened, all right? So that's that that's the point. Well, I'm, I'm just they're, they're just a, <laughs> you there's, 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 there's a bunch of media personalities who acted like the Cowboys lost D Ware, and like mm. Randy Gregory was a, he's a good football player, but you, you oh my gosh you lost him you screwed up like, you'll be okay. You'll, you'll, you'll be you'll be okay. We'll see. And and the guys we'll in Denver are like, hey, what do we need to know? Like, okay, he wasn't Michael Parsons last year for you. He wasn't Tank Lawrence. And then you talk about impact on the defense. He wasn't Diggs. Like, no. you guys pay $70 million. Don't think you're not getting Charles Haley. You're not getting Demarcus Ware because Ware went from, Denver, yeah. from here to Denver. Like, he's not that guy. He's a good football player. But you need other good football players around him. But if you're thinking he's going to be that guy, that, no, he's not a sack master. You know, six sacks. I, mean, <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I man. think he was good at rushing the pass. That's what I'm saying. I, I think he was really he, good at rushing the pass. He was good. He, he was, was good he at was rushing really the pass. The numbers pass. might not back it up, but, but the man has skill when it's time about getting you, get off the pass. Okay. Okay. You'll so, be okay. So, who's going to feel? That's what, right. that's what my thing. So, so who's going to feel these shoes, though? This, to me, it, it almost reminds me of when Byron Jones left. There's a whole bunch of folks, media folks, who are like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. You should have kept Jones over Mari Cooper. And, and, and you're going to regret it in the pro football focus numbers. And I'm like, man, look, this is my opinion. Byron Jones, fantastic person. Okay, we all like B. Jones. Man. Mm -hmm. Good guy. Great dude, great dude. A, a reliable football player. He was a good football player, but he wasn't great. And the Dolphins went out there and gave him the largest contract in history for a for a cornerback. Now, two years later, they're all mad at the guy. <laughs> How come he's not this? I go, well, you do, you saw the resume. This one, the guy was going to take the ball away. He's a good player. And the problem with free agency is you see good players get great money, and then the fan base expects them to be great players. Why, why ain't you great? Well, that's never what he was. 
He's you, if you Jermaine Jackson, you Jermaine Jackson. You ain't Michael. <laughs> you get a couple songs, you okay. Bobby Brown wasn't Ralph Tresvant at the time, and that was kind of hey, you get Mr. Telephone Man, but Ralph's gonna do the rest <laughs> of the songs. Man. And so then he went. I just so I just say Randy Randy Gregory, nice player. As a, as a part of the group, but he ain't the lead dog. In Denver, they're thinking you're going to put him next to Chubb and they're going to be getting after people. No, it ain't, it's not going to be that. I mean, that's cool. I mean, but you want to compare it to Amari Cooper and stuff. I mean, that's what you got. Well, at least we did get a pick out of it. Was it fourth round, fifth round? Five. We got we got, we got a fifth mm-hmm. round. At least, we got, at least we got that out of it because that's about it. But okay. who's gonna feel Gregory well, but you, shoes, but you But you understand why. I know. I know what. I know what that. That is what happened. That, that, okay. There's another problem in the media is the whole. Well, you didn't get enough for a market. My man Clarence Hill no, was no. out there beating on that drum. I'm not day. talking about what they got. I'm just saying when we just compared Byron Jones to Amari Cooper, and you talk about Buddy got paid a hundred million dollars to be here, and Byron Jones got eighty something, whatever. To me, neither one of them was what we needed them to be in order for us to make a Super Bowl or make a deep uh, playoff run at that point. But Byron Jones here was a different player than he was than he has been in Miami. And 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 I say this amongst and this is how how fan bases are. They you get this money, they're expecting you to be this type of player. Look at Brandon Carr. You know, people expect hey, fifty million dollars. You th- mm-hmm. he wasn't going to be Dion. Was it going to be Everson Walls? He was the number two corner in Kansas City. But that's the expectation. And in Denver, they got an expectation that this guy yeah, is going to be, be getting yeah. after the quarterback like he's D. Ware. No, you don't have Vaughn Miller and D. Ware there anymore with Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. That's what they're thinking they're going to get. Yeah. That's not it. Yeah. That, that's that's just not it. I'm with you on that, but you know. Dang, I, but it's I think I'm like, ah, but it's still a solid rush. And then, like you said, he got pieces around him that are good. So it ain't just like yeah. he's gonna have to be the guy. They will figure it out. You wanna know why they'll figure it out? Because Dan Quinn will take the pieces he's got and go make up some gumbo and be okay. I remember when when back when Randy wasn't playing, they went out and got Robert Quinn. Quinn came in there and he had a good year. If Tank Lawrence and who else? I want to say, if Tank Lawrence and Micah Parsons are playing, the other the, the other the other defensive back, I mean, a defensive end should be able to find some sacks. You should. Doris Armstrong had five sacks last year. I, I, I think you I, should be able to run into something. Our interior, our interior <laughs> defensive line is going to be much better yes. this year as well. So I think that's also going to help whoever takes uh, Randy Gregory's spot. But mm-hmm. I'm still leaning on the Tank Lawrence to get ten plus sacks this year, which is going to open it up. Mm-hmm. For is he going to play seventeen? Yeah, 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 yeah. He cut, he cut the dreads off, bro. You know, yeah, that means something. Sound like me in 2011 time, man. I don't, I don't know. All right, well, okay. Okay, I, I, you was wrong about you. I was we, wrong. I don't we know. We're going to make a deal about Okay, we already did our 10 plus sex this year. Okay. All right, we're going to see. You got 10? I said, t- I said this last week. Chris Beam, can you mark that? He already marked it down last week. Okay? Mark it again. I said it. <laughs> it again. You wrote it down and everything, okay? Double up. I don't know. Double I got up. 10. I got he getting at least 10 sacks this year. You, you said Parsons, I'd have been like, all right. Only, I remember, the only thing I said was. If he stays healthy. He had, yeah, yeah, he got to make it through game one. If he makes it through game one, he got to make it through game one. I don't even give you game two because then he break okay, his give foot. Me, give no, me game two. No. Yeah, give I me game two. Thank I don't you. think he's going to – even Thank if he stays healthy, I don't think he's going to get okay, 10 give sacks. Me, give me game I, don't, two. I, don't, I don't – yeah, I'll give game two. Oh, so you're going to give me the whole thing? If he's healthy, you get no, two No, 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 no. You get two okay, games. Okay. <laughs> you get two games. Okay, yeah, I give you two right, games. But, yeah. He's a beast, but I just don't – He better than than Randy Gregory. See, I knew – that's what we really need to get to. So you think – Really? Yeah, you I don't know. 
we ain't talking about I knew, I knew 18, we had, I knew, 17, I knew, I knew we you know, the law. It doesn't we matter. Talk. We yeah. need to get to the nitty gritty. Even wanted, last year, he was better than Randy. Yes. Randy. He was? Yes. yes. He, he yes. was? Yes. I, when I don't healthy, know. When healthy, he was better than Randy Gregory. It seems like y'all taking a lot out on Gregory from that 49ers game. No. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Randy Gregory was good. I'm telling you that this dude's still going to get 10 plus sacks, so I'm still telling you that I believe that Tank Lawrence is good. It's good, I think that Randy Tank Lawrence is good. I'm not saying he's trash. He's good. I think he's better than Randy. My thing is, mm. overall, Randy overall better is football good. Player. Randy is a good player, yeah. but as he left, you had people talking about him as though he were great. And yeah, that I'm not saying he's like, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm not saying. But, he's, I'm just you know, saying, but I mean, when you listen to folks in the media yeah. here, you thought he was Randy White, not <laughs> Randy Gregory. <laughs> he was a good player. It's not. Like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? Is that the house is gonna go. Like, you'll, you'll be okay. I think he's. I think he's on par with a Quinn. That's where I put Gregory. I think he's, you know, and, right and, in that area. Okay. And Dan Quinn is going to find a way to make the most out of what he has. The guy's really so let's good. So let's not make Quinn seem like, you know, he came here and Quinn made, or uh, Dan Quinn made Robert Quinn. Because he left and went to the Bears and was still, he, he got the franchise record. So that dude wasn't, you know, he wasn't like, you know, Quinn came, I'll, I'll make you Robert no, Quinn. No, that's, you know, that's not how it happened. Here's my point on Robert Quinn, though. My thing on Robert Quinn was you found a way to fix your problem. You had a problem coming in. He ended up missing two games uh, because of a suspension for the mm-hmm. Cowboys. But he had a great year and then got a contract with the Bears. I'm just telling you, they, they can replace Gregory. But I don't know if but they got th- that Quinn-type player here. This is what we'll find so out. So we'll find out. That's we'll what I'm saying. I, we'll, we'll I, I, I'm all on we'll board see. for not paying that guy $70 million and taking a chance to see what they is, can do here. Is Dan Quinn a defensive line specialist or not? Yes, he is. Okay. We looked at those guys, Neville Gallimore. We were waiting for Neville Gallimore to yeah. come back. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it, no, listen, it was, it was a preach. It was a bunch of guys on the defensive line. Yeah. We listed week in and week out. And we were like, oh, this dude's playing well. This dude's playing well. This, Dan Quinn is going to figure out how to get maybe not a Randy Gregory, but okay. it's going to be multiple guys on that side who can make up. See, I agree with that. Randy Gregory. I, think, I, I agree with that. I just don't know if and the combination is going to be Gregory, but I think yeah. he'll make some. He'll, he'll make Gumbo out of nothing. And you'll have I'll seventy million you in your pocket. You have seventy million in your pocket. You'll be okay. We'll see. Yes, you'll be okay. We post a twenty from Coop. I mean, shit, we we balling. <laughs> <laughs> we balling, baby. We got it. <laughs> All right. Last question here as we get ready to, to wrap up the players' lounge. Give me, in your opinion, the rookie you think right now will have the most impact on the 2022 Dallas Cowboys. Most impact. You want me to go first in this thing? Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I think the second round are going to have the most impact. You know, and Sam Williams. Sam Williams, because we, we just talked about the D-line, and I don't think, you know, Dorn, no disrespect, but I don't think, you know, Dorrance Armstrong, Terrell Basham, I don't think those type of guys um, will go out there and make it like Sam Williams can't get on the field. So I feel like he'll get his opportunities on the field to make an impact. And what we saw from him in, in the SEC is he was able to put up double-digit sack numbers. In the SEC, you know, I think we, we can all agree is, you know, the best conference, especially like basically a minor league to the NFL. So that's the basic, you know, so I think Sam Williams, if he's given the opportunities – I think he can get out there and make an impact for this team, especially if this defense is able to pin its ears back, getting a lot of, you know, third and long situations where they can just simply be a pass rush specialist, like kind of like a Mark, Micah Parsons. I think he'll be able to make an impact out there. Mine's easy. All right. We go back to the days where we controlled the line of scrimmage. We controlled the time of possession. Mm-hmm. We had the offensive line. 
I think putting Tyler Smith in the right position will help him have the biggest impact of this rookie class. Either be rather be a guard, which I expect it to be, because Tyron Smith is going to be playing tackle, mm-hmm. or if Tyron Smith goes out for you not to have a drop off when you get a guy like Tyler Smith going in. I think he's going to have the biggest impact because it's going to allow you to shore up your offensive line. Yeah. It's going to create competition for guys, and that's going to make all these guys play better. I think he's going to have the biggest impact uh, of the rookie class. Okay. I am going to go way out here. Way out here. What you got, What you got, man? The Texas Tech kicker, Jonathan Garibay. I think he'll make this football team, and I think he can have an impact on this club the way we saw the Bengals kicker last year have an impact on that on that team. And I do think, when we once again, we start looking at the schedule of teams you're going to play, you're going to need a reliable field goal kicker. And, and if, you know, if you're trying to beat the, the – go back to the Brady game. Tampa Bay, four points left out there by Greg Zerline. You get a guy who can convert these things, you can win some of these football games. You think he can have kind of like a Dan Bailey type uh, impact? I I think you have a Dan Bailey. I think, you know, with the leg this kid has here, uh, I I think he'd be a Dan Bailey. I go back to what Cincinnati's kicker did. I mean, that mm-hmm. that 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 guy made he made the most of his opportunities, and just too, I I just got tired of watching. Go back to the the Raider game. I'm tired of watching Zerline roll out here and not get it done. Hook him left. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so to me, that's where I'm gonna go. So you guys made your choice. I'm gonna go out here and just say a rookie okay. kicker can have the most impact for this football team. Please, because he because he has a leg. Do not have them out here trying to make him make sixty yarders. Consistently, get his confidence. Right, yeah, back. Don't, yeah, don't don't do that to him. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying for, yeah. for the coaching staff, yeah. don't say, "All right, we're gonna run it here because we know as long as we at 60, then we got a chance to to kick the field goal." Don't do that to the dude, man. Give him some reasonable shots, and if you have to do a Justin Tucker mm-hmm. like he did last year, where 60 to win the game, mm-hmm. then do that. But don't don't put him in those type of situations consistently, please. And one player that I will be very interested to see how quick he can make his adjustment is Jalen Tolbert because there could be an opportunity. That's a receiver, for, right? Yes, mm-hmm. from South be ready. Uh, he'll have an, you know, could yeah, have an opportunity have because a big one. Ga- Gallup is not going to be ready to mm-hmm. go for the first two, maybe even three games of the season here. So, um, it obviously, C.D. Lamb is going to get a whole lot of focus. So, if he can go ahead and, and get up, get up to speed with Dak Prescott, he has a huge young, opportunity. Yeah, maybe the young rookie is uh, is a part of it and uh, and get himself some one on one coverage and Kellen Moore dials up something for him. So, look, it's it's, it's a fun time Kellen of year, man. <laughs> Fun time of the year. So, uh, okay, more, man. <laughs> you're going to dial up some, huh? Yeah, a regular play, whoever's open is open. That's what you're going to dial up for. Remember the beginning of last season, we was talking about the boy genius. Man. The boy. <laughs> I told y'all when, when it, when it was wild. it was nothing genius about not running the ball at all against Tampa. I still I'm gonna stand by that. I don't want to hit no extension of the run game ever again. Extension Full of the back. run game. Extension Full of the run. I don't want to hit a head. This man Zeke out there blocking sixty times. <laughs> talking about man Zeke played a hell of a game. All pro left tackle, baby. Come on, man. Come on, man. We talking about the dude with slim, fast, quick, all that man out there uh, being a blocker. Go ahead, chip over there. Yeah. Okay. They talking about he was a team player. Man Zeke was mad as I guarantee you. That. <laughs> But yeah, all right, yeah, dial up some, please, please dial up some. All some. this offseason work, over here, block, the block. You should have been over there with Tyra Smith, though. We should have been on the sled ASAP. We will, hand pushing, baby. We will chat with you next week, uh, Thursday night. Uh, we'll see if you courtside one more time. Uh, yeah, I yeah, won't we'll be courtside. Oh, I won't be courtside on Thursday, but you know, okay. we'll never know going forward. He might show. He might. <laughs> he might show up at the Stars game tonight, looking, looking good. So Man, we'll you, you never know. Okay. We'll never I thought, you know, I heard those Stars games are pretty cool, though. I've never been to a hockey game, but I heard it's uh, pretty interesting. It's good. I'll, the, another experience that television does not do justice. If it's two sports, there's three sports that, that get no justice uh, because of the way TV covers it, and you need to be there. Um, hockey, 
NASCAR, and horse racing. Horse racing in person is a whole nother level. Hmm, the television been. just they, they you know they do what they can, but it's just when you're there and you're feeling and everything in there, man, it's just a whole. Wish I would have bet a thousand on horse racing this week. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Eighty-one odds, you'd have been all good. good. Lone mm. Star Park, by the way. If you haven't been to Lone Star Park, man, take the wife out there, man. Go eat up there. I mean, they got a nice little dining area. It's it's good stuff, man. Good time. Had my baby shower out there, man. It was yeah, awesome, man. man. Awesome stuff. So, Danny McCray. Glad you're back, baby. He's booked. Love you, man. <laughs> Get out there booked. and see him in the camps. Early. The Toledo Rockyberry Church. Listen, Appreciate you. I'm Newey Scrubs for Chris Bean, Big Will, everybody here. Uh, running things jazz. We love you. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!